Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. All right, everybody, we say hello to you for our second hour as we continue all the way till 3. Jimmy B and TC, the Big Talker 1700. Always fun when Zubamahente takes a few minutes to come on the program with us. He's hanging out, of course, where he works at ESPN, Bristol, Connecticut. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 hotline. Hi, Zub. Guys, what's going on? One day, one day away, Jim. That's I know that, pal. But before I get to the to the one day that then everybody is looking forward to the trilogy with Golden State and Cleveland, let me go to what is taking place tonight: Game Two, Stanley Cup Finals in Pittsburgh. Does somebody throw a dead fish on the ice again tonight? <laughs> if you want to be incarcerated, be careful about it. No, I think it's one of those things where. Um, C.K. Subban talked about that after the game, and he just said that uh, he didn't realize it was a crime, and uh, he even had fun with it. He said, uh, I, I've never really eaten catfish, so if somebody wanted to save that and grill it up, he'd eat it. But uh, it, that's surprising because catfish, I think, is a southern delicacy. So you think in Nashville at some point, he would have had it. But, I mean, all tongue-in-cheek, tongue all kidding aside, I mean, I've never seen a game like that. I mean, look, I'm not going to profess to watch every single Stanley Cup game and be hardcore that into the NHL, but... 12 shots on goal, 37 minutes um, without a shot, and you still score five? And I think Barry Melrose put it best. There's no way a team with Crosby and Malkin are going to ever do that again, probably in this series. And the notion that he fought back from 3 nothing, tied it at 3, held one of the most prolific teams in the NHL with two of the best offensive threats in the NHL um, to that sort of drought and couldn't win that game I know it's such a cliche that it'll come back to bite you. You'll really kick yourself for not winning that game. But when you prevent those two types of players from doing much of anything for a long span, and your, your on-fire goaltender, Rene, who has probably been as good as anybody, Barry says he's a Conn Smythe um, winner. Even if he doesn't win this series, Barry thinks he can win the Conn Smythe. How about that? And he has a very off night. I mean, he played about as poorly as he has in the entire mm-hmm. playoffs. Right. And despite that, you stymie the other two best players, don't give them a lot of shots. Your best threat, the guy between the pipes, who's been playing on his head the whole postseason, has his worst outing. Despite both of those things, you can win that game, and you don't. It's devastating. Zubin, uh, I want to go behind the scenes a little bit. Over the weekend, the huge story of Tiger Woods and his DUI. And early on, there was some reporting out there. You hear DUI. Most people's minds jump immediately to alcohol. Mm -hmm. Uh, And TMZ had reports and a lot of erroneous reports about things that were happening there. Uh, For you guys at ESPN, with a story like this, with a name like Tiger Woods, you want to be incredibly careful. If you can, peel back the curtain a little bit to the listeners and, and let them know how a story like that goes for you guys and how you're involved. Sure. I mean, I think there's two natural assumptions we just make as all sports fans, right? TMZ has actually gotten to the point where, let's be honest, when most people see things on TMZ, they are now likely to believe it yep. at first value. And that's obviously, I'm not going to quote-unquote credit them, they're a different sort of news organization. Their standards are a little bit different. Their audience is a little bit different. Um, I think it's part of the reason Tiger Woods really started to mishandle his relationship with the media. I think he thought initially he could keep um, TMZ at bay like he did the golf networks, right? 
you know only certain guys are allowed to interview Tiger after a round. Because, you know, when he says this is the way we're doing it, this is the way we're doing it. And I think he lumped all media into that group. And TMZ, they're just worried about the next piece of meat, right? They're not worried about cultivating a relationship. And that's one thing I think Tiger never quite got, which is part of the reason I think it spun out of control with the tabloids, because they had no loyalty to Tiger Woods, unlike the TV network. So I think he handled them improperly. But you're getting to a point now where TMZ is reputable in the eyes of a lot of people. In this particular case, as you mentioned, Trent, it really hasn't been. But for our purposes, what we do is we have a lot of people working behind the scenes on this story because we have a lot of people that cover golf. And so what we did is we just took it slowly. And to be honest with you, in the Tiger Woods world of releasing information, this story actually developed pretty rapidly, to be honest with you. He's very big on saying nothing making sure his agent, Mark Steinberg, who's really the only guy that's ever really quoted around him, putting out a statement. Um, you'll remember when he got in his previous incident sometimes he'll wait weeks, and then he had that really forced press conference with his mother there, or sometimes he'll just put a picture of him jogging around, indicating that he's in tip-top shape. This was interesting. The same day that some of these um, pictures came out, the mugshot came out, the police report, all that stuff, the same day, would put out a release, which is, I think, very rare. He tends to operate on a very slow timeline where he essentially puts out the information that he sees fit. So for us, I don't think it was that different this time around, Trent, because normally when something with Tiger happens, you're just waiting, and then, like, out of the blue, something is posted on TigerWoods.com, right? Mm -hmm. Like, completely random. Like, last week, I feel better. I've never felt better right. randomly, but I'm still not ready to come back. Like, it's just out of nowhere. In this particular case, it was so different because they got out in front of it, quote-unquote, as much as they could, and actually released a statement about the mixing of the medication and no alcohol and all that stuff the very same day. That's not something you normally see from the Woods camp. At least I haven't seen it like that. Zub Mahente is our guest on the Draft House 50 hotline. Zubin, let me just follow up then with that. Do you, Look, we, we know it's not alcohol. We know it's the prescription drugs. It, 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 is it just a, another sad chapter for what has happened to this guy. Look, I, all I care about is if he can get back on the course and entertain me as one of the greatest golfers, if not the greatest golfer of all time. I, I just, want, last, I just yeah. want to see him play, and, and I feel like I'm getting cheated because, A, all of his injuries, and then all of the off-the-course stuff as well. Yeah, I mean, I look at Jim in two ways. One, I, I spoke about this with a couple of people the last two days. Um, and one question I still don't really have the answer to, and I'm not sure who has the answer to it, but I've asked a couple of different people this, is who is in his inner circle? Like, if you have, nobody's going to give him swing advice, right? Hmm. I mean, even if he's right now the 876-ranked player in the world, whether he was the guy that's been number one and won 14 majors, nobody's going to give him swing advice. But this is like real-life advice. And I don't know who he has. His father, you know, died 11 years ago mm -hmm. this month, and obviously it's been well chronicled the relationship he's had with his father Earl, but he doesn't have that anymore. And again, maybe he does have some very close confidants, but because that inner circle has been so tight for such a long amount of time, even people that cover the game on a regular basis, I don't, but I interview a lot of people that cover the game on a regular basis, they don't even really know who's in his inner circle. We can make a safe assumption. Mark Steinberg, who's been with him through thick and thin, the age guy referenced earlier. But who can you go to, Jim? I think that's the real issue in a situation like, this is not a golf issue. Right. Uh, he's not married anywhere, right? So he can't really go to his spouse, or I don't know, maybe he has a relationship with her. I don't know. But in this sort of situation, I'm sure that if you had a, an issue, you could come up with a bunch of people or a few people 
then you could immediately call or lean on Trent the same way. Your listeners the same way. There's got to be somebody out there that you can lean on. To this point, we just don't know whether Tiger has that because he's never been willing to open it. The other thing, Jim, I think is you can put out as many statements as you wish as Tiger has on how great he feels and this, that, and show up and take a couple swings. But it's gotten to the point now where you really got to wonder at age 41, um, how honest is he? He's putting out a statement saying he's felt great, but at face value, uh, a lot of people don't take Tiger at face value as evidenced by this incident. As soon as you saw the mugshot, people automatically said he's going to come out and say it was a mix of med, no matter what, right? And it appears as though that was the case. Yeah. But right now, Tiger's not getting the benefit of the doubt. So if he comes out and says, I'm feeling great, maybe he's feeling a lot worse than we actually know, but we don't know. Here's the other thing, Jim, from a numbers perspective. He's 41. Right. And people just tend to say, well, you know, Phil's played much better into his 40s, and DJ's played well into his 50s, and Jack won the Masters at 46. I think sometimes in sports, we get too caught up in just the numbers, right? Tiger's younger than all those guys. He's more fit than all those guys. He's playing in a different era than all those guys. Weight training is different in this era, all this sort of stuff. And we tend to think, well, if Phil, who barely works out, can survive, and Jack, who played primarily in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, can survive, and DJ's in his 50s and is playing well in the Champions Tour, he can survive. Certainly somebody at 41 like Tiger could survive. And I think that's, that's doing him a disservice because this situation is way different than other people that are just quote-unquote older golfers. And we just tend to lump people by age when we do anything. Who's listening to Ginny B and TC, 25 to 54, 18 to 34? You know, we're always lumping people in with numbers. Right. And unfortunately, I think that's a big mistake here with Tiger. He's facing a, a set of circumstances and pressure that most guys will never face on or off a course. Zubin Mahente, ESPN Sports Center, with us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Oh, Zubin, good thoughts there on Tiger. Let's jump, though, to what you and Jim want to talk about. Let's go, baby. It's taken forever, but tomorrow night we finally get the NBA Finals. Zubin, I told Jim earlier, if we get a blowout in this series, a, a sweep from the Warriors, a 4-1 series win, this is going to go down, at least in my memory, as one of the worst playoff and regular seasons all-encompassing that I can remember in the NBA. How important is it for the NBA brand to at least get a 6-7 game series out of this thing? I mean, I think it's important, but I don't think it's critical because I certainly don't think this is the end of the line for either one of these two teams. Our basketball power index, and I, I love our numbers, guys. Occasionally I'll, I'll quibble with them. In this case, I will. Our basketball numbers, guys, uh, our BPI, we call it, our basketball power index is a mathematical thing. They say Warriors, 93% chance to win the finals. But I would say betting against LeBron has not got you very much this season. So right. I would give them a little bit of a bigger chance. Two storylines I'm really watching, one under the radar. Warriors have six guys that have never tasted the finals. And generally you think because it's a trilogy, oh, here we go again, here we go again. But the reality is that they have two rookies. Zaza's never played in the finals. David West has never played in the finals. Uh, Kavon Looney is on the team, but he didn't play in the finals. And then you got like Matt Barnes, and you know, you got McCall, and all these guys. So for a quote-unquote trilogy, the Warriors actually have a lot of guys who are newbies to this stage, which I think is interesting. I think on the surface, you'd be like, oh, yeah, everybody's ready to go. It's round three. But it's a little bit different, so that's something I would certainly keep in mind. And the other thing I'd keep in mind, too, is one story that's not getting a lot of buzz, and maybe we just have to wait until it's 3-1 Warriors if it gets to that stage. And I've been surprised by this, because Durant, for a move that he made to shake the NBA, 
he's not a bad guy. He really isn't a bad guy. Mm-hmm. But I don't see a lot of pining for Kevin Durant four games away. This is the reason he left. He took Oklahoma City to the finals, couldn't get over the hump, so he decided to join the Warriors. Yeah. He's been great. They won 67 games or 12-0 in the playoffs. He's been such a good team. They've won with him. They've won without him. They've won with him again. They've won with two different coaches. I mean, you get everything. And I think guys generally that have the disposition of Kevin Durant that are good guys, generally speaking, um, have a lot of people in the media and fans kind of rooting for him. And that story on the eve of the finals, which I would have thought the day he signed with the Warriors, the day he agreed to sign that July 4th, that if they were at this stage, if he talked on July 4th and said, wow, Kevin Durant's agreed to join the Warriors, it's a fait accompli, they're obviously going to be in the finals, they'll most likely face the Cavs, and here we are at that very point, I would have thought tons of people would be writing about the Durant on the cusp of winning a championship, finally, and there are not a lot of people writing that story. Interesting. He's Interesting. not the focal point. No, he's not. He's just a, another cog in the machine yeah. that is the Warriors. And I hated the decision when it happened, Zubin, and I, I'm sure I'm not alone, sports fans. It, LeBron, the way that he went about it, it wasn't great optics, but the way that Durant goes, and you go to a team that won 72 games, yes. that's that's another level. Yeah, 73 games. That, that That's next level stuff there. And I think that's why people, it's not a compelling story. But I think it will fade because I agree with everything that you said. Optics were not great for LeBron. Um, drug the Boys and Girls Club in there to give him a lot of money. Mm-hmm, right. Was that really legitimate? He just, you know, why was he doing it? Why did it happen that way? Did he really not think the reaction would be what it would be? But, but, think about LeBron's reputation today. Sure, that's mentioned. It's brought up in the, in the, in the long story history of LeBron James. That's a prominent written chapter. But I think if you look at people now, I think a lot of people that said they would never root for LeBron again. Now, obviously, we're not broadcasting in Miami, Florida. But I think a lot of people that said they would never root for LeBron James again, I don't have any scientific proof of this, a lot of people have come around because they've just simply learned to appreciate how amazing of a player he is. Remember this. Always remember this. This is a great stat. I don't know if I mentioned this to you guys. We love busting this stat out. If you watch this on TV, I mention it probably more often than I should. But (laughs) I love mentioning it. LeBron is in his 14th season in the NBA, and he's playing probably as well as he's ever played. That's been documented far and wide. Kawhi Leonard will be in his 14th season in the league. So where LeBron is right now in the 2025 postseason. Wow. So if you think that Kawhi Leonard will be the same player in 2025 that he is now, to me that's the way you explain how great LeBron is. At right now, Kawhi in 2025 will finally have the league experience that LeBron has at this moment, 14 years into the NBA. So to your point, I agree the decision was bad. I think even he would privately tell you it could have been done better. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same token, I think there are many, many people that were very negative towards that decision that have really come around to look at James as a positive, uh, mostly because of the type of guy that he is and the type of player that he has become. Bottom line, he's in the league 14 years. He's 32 years old. He's played in two of the last three Olympics. He's always in the playoffs. This is his seventh straight final. And I'm telling you, there's another gear, right? Would you be <laughs> shocked if I told you there was another gear yeah. for this guy? I, I right? know. There, there is. There's another gear for him. Unreal. It is unreal. Um, quickly, I, 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 you probably did see this. 
about what happened to LeBron's home in Los Angeles? Yeah, yeah. How disgusting is that? And I ask myself, why? What's the purpose? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just think it's one of those things where I'm at a point now where whenever I wake up and I scan the news sites, and I know a lot of people that aren't even in the news anymore, um, wake up and scan news sites. I mean, I think, you know, prior to last October or whatever, people are just more, in November, people are just more engaged on either side of the aisle than they've ever been. It's part of the reason you see sports ratings are down across the board on all networks. More people that have never spent two minutes writing or thinking about politics or race or anything else are checking those websites and they're watching news. Mm -hmm. And to me, it's one of those signs. I'm not saying it's a good thing, but when I wake up and I log on to CBSNews.com or ABC or NBC, whatever you check, some national news outlet, um, I'm not really surprised by anything I see anymore. And that's a sad reality um, because if you scan those websites, I do this every night before I go to bed. It's a little bit of a tough way to go to bed. But if you go to those websites before and just go down from the, the, from the homepage and just click all the way down to the bottom of the homepage, the amount of negative, terrible stories yes. is astounding. I mean, there's stories across the board. It's not just politics. It's parental abuse. It's all these sorts of things that you just like shudder at when you think at as a person or as a parent. But I'm telling you, I do it every night just to see where we are, just to sort of gauge where we are. And every night, and this is not even a sports issue, I just scroll down and I say to myself, terrible headline, terrible headline, yeah. terrible headline. Yeah. That's all it is every single day. I, and I have no idea why it is. Maybe it's always been happening and now there's just more media to shine a light to it. I'm not casting aspersions on anything. I just see that when I'm, I'm, we're, we're almost to a point now when we see stories like this, we become slightly desensitized to them because we see them every single day. Mm-hmm. And that's just a sad commentary on the world in which we live like that, all of us. Zubin will let you run with the local note uh, headline from the South Point Casino. Iowa State, their opening line is out. First blush, the Hawkeyes favored by two in Ames. Your thoughts? You know, um, just on first blush, I like Iowa State in that situation. I love their coach. I really think this is one guy that, and again, I'm not casting any aspersions against Dan. I know Dan has had some health problems, so I would never say anything like this. But he was a guy that I think just talked a little bit bigger than at times he could deliver. Um, with that 9-3 and three season, notwithstanding, obviously, in 2000, they did get the ninth in the poll and then sort of cratered. I think Gene Chizik was miscast. I think Paul Rhodes rode a couple of wins, uh, had a great attitude. But at the end of the day, this guy seems to be the right mix. He's young enough to take some chances. He's just been a winner everywhere he's been. This is nothing against McCartney, but he really wasn't a winner when he came in. Chizik, you could argue, was a winner, but was it really him or was it other people around him? This guy has done it at a lower level, Campbell, for a very, very long time. And I think when guys have a habit of winning, which he does up until last year, guys that have a habit of winning just figure out how to win. Young enough to be in it for the long haul. And also, another Pollard hired, I would never rule this out. When you have sort of missed on your first two football hires, (laughs) the third one is going to get a little bit more rope because this one is, I think, more closely tied to Jamie than some of the others, because it's hard. I don't know if you guys agree. You know, 
Bob and some of the other guys at Iowa and Gary, when your coach has been there since 1999, you don't really have to worry about it. But when you're kind of thinking, could I be 0 for 3 yeah. on my most important hire? Understanding that Iowa State's a basketball school, by the way. I totally get it's like what that. But if I go 0 for 3 in my football hires, what does it really say about me? So I like the fact that Campbell probably is a little more security because he knows Jamie needs this thing to work. But he's young, hungry, and has tasted massive success before. Gina says it's a success. We know that. But not sustained massive success. One year here, one quarterback there does a lot for you. Um, I just really like this team. And in this game, every time it was Ains, um, I always felt like Iowa State got a little bit of a bounce. There have been times where Iowa's come in there and rolled them where I've been there. But I just, I like this guy for some reason. I don't know anything about him. I haven't stepped foot in Iowa in almost a decade, but I've been watching closely, and I just really, really like the way this thing is going for him. He's slow build, but it's going to get. All right, dude, before we let you run, give me your pick in the NBA Finals. Uh, is it Golden State? Is it Cleveland? And in how many games? I like Warriors in six. I do. Um, I never will doubt LeBron after what I saw in game seven. I just sort of think that they can withstand a bad game from a couple of different guys. I'm not sure the Cavs can withstand a bad game from LeBron. In fact, I think I only saw one the entire postseason, and then we found out he was sick. (laughs) So I don't think he's maybe capable of having a bad game. But I just sort of feel like uh, if Kyrie's off, if Love's off, they're going to have difficulty. Whereas if Clay Thompson, who frankly I think has been off the entire postseason, like if he doesn't show up, they still have Durant. They still have Curry. They still have Iguodala, who I don't think can check LeBron, but can check LeBron better than anybody in the NBA. And that basically earned him the 2015 Finals MVP. Right. His work on LeBron got him that. I mean, can you imagine that? This guy might be the 2015 Finals MVP and the sixth man of the year. That's a pretty odd combination to have in your trophy chest. But he, he might have both of those. So I just feel like the Warriors have more margin for error. So I'll take them in six. But I don't feel great about it. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. It's always great when we catch up with you. Have a great one and enjoy tonight and tomorrow night, Zubin. Same to you. We'll see you next week. Okay, Thanks, Zubin. Ben, see you. Zubin Mahente, ESPN, right here. Draft House 50, Hotline Mills, Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Quick break. We're coming right back. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. This is Rob Doheny with Next Generation Realty. Welcome to the best real estate market since 2008. Why pay those overpriced 5, 6, or 7% commissions? Next Generation Realty offers a flat fee as low as $39.90, and you get top exposure on Zillow, Trulia, plus all the services of a licensed real estate broker. The results speak loudly. We've saved our home sellers over $35 million. Call Next Generation Realty first, 224-9900, save. 
save thousands. You'll remember the times you eat at Sam and Gabe's. Why, you ask? Because each meal is prepared and crafted with the finest ingredients by Sam and Gabe's experienced chefs. Well-known in Central Iowa for steaks, handmade pasta dishes, specialty pizzas, and, of course, the incomparable Steak de Burgo. Join them in Urbandale for dinner, Sunday brunch, and live music, or dine with them for lunch or dinner in the East Village. Private event rooms are also available. Reserve your table at SamAndGabe's.com. You'll remember the times you eat at Sam and Gabe's. Like all of you out there, Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. He would flip-flop all night long, wake up with a sore neck or maybe a headache, or feel like he needed a nap, even though he'd slept eight hours. When Mike invented MyPillow, he wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. Mike does all of his own manufacturing right here in the United States and offers a 10-year warranty. You could wash and dry my pillow and don't forget there is a 60-day money-back guarantee and here's their best offer ever for a limited time go to mypillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code des moines to take advantage of mike's four-pack special you'll get 50 percent off two my pillow premium pillows and two go anywhere pillows and free shipping since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select All-Included Package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi Gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. Requires 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Pro-rated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet, equipment, non-return, and other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offer ends 121.17. Hi, folks. Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Jim Brunson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. 
Hey, everybody, welcome back. Uh, we roll till 3. Uh, Mike Bates will be on with us here in about 10 minutes. Uh, SB Nation Major League Daily Dish will get his insights into what in the wide, wide world of sports going on with the Cubs. They suck. They do suck. They do. They're playing terrible. Uh, speaking of baseball, uh, word coming down now, Major League Baseball appears they're going to reduce Bryce Harper's four-game suspension down to three games, Trent. Okay. You good with that? Uh, yeah, I mean, whatever. I, suspensions in general, I just, I really don't get all ratcheted up about it. Yeah. If they would give Harper 10 games, I could have saw it. Here's the thing that cracks me up. I was listening to Tony Kornheiser, his podcast the other day. Sure. And uh, he was, him and another one of the guys that he always has in the studio. Yeah. I think it was actually his son. Oh, okay. Didn't think that Harper was throwing his helmet at the pitcher. Did you think he was throwing the helmet at the pitcher? Yeah, it slipped out of his hand when he went to throw it. Right. Yeah. Slipped out of his hand. I understand, you know, the Kornheisers are DC guys, but yeah. Bryce Harper wasn't throwing the helmet to the side to get it out of no. the way. No. He tried to hit him with the thing. Yeah. Come on. I, that that cracked me up. And, and I've heard other people kind of claim the same kind of things that Harper uh, wasn't. And that's why. They're if, making stuff up. If it would have came out that Harper got. 10, 12 games? Yeah. I would have been shocked by it. It is so difficult because you're looking at intent, justification, behind all these different things. In baseball as it is, he's justified. Mm-hmm. He's justified. He is that. justified. Right. Two and a half years ago. Right. And you guys won the series. Yes. And you're still plunking them at 98 miles an hour. Come on. So he gets it reduced down to three games. Yes. Now, I, I saw something kind of interesting about that. He, and, play, he played last night, by the way, because he has appealed. He's appealed. Yes. So has his appeal been heard and then the reduction happened because of the appeal? I, I don't know that uh, yet. Okay. There's a theory that since he's playing on the West Coast. Yes. And after the series against San Francisco, next up for the Nationals is... Friday, I think they go the Dodgers, if I'm not mistaken. No, it's not the Dodgers. The Dodgers are on the road. Where the heck does Washington go on Friday? Oh, they go to Oakland. And it'll be the only time for fans of San Francisco, Oakland, to see Bryce Harper. Okay. Because they didn't want the suspension to happen in a way where he'd miss all of those games. So now with the appeal heard, he sits out tonight against the Giants. Right. The first two games of the Oakland series. Okay. And then is back Sunday, and at least the fans of Oakland. That they got, get a chance to see him see, play. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. Maybe a stretch. Yeah. Maybe I'm a stretch. okay. Right. See, uh, to me, where this was a vindictive move, it wasn't like the ball slipped out of his hand. Mm-hmm. I mean, he went after him, and it was all intentional. It was planned. It was thought out. It was intentional. To me, Harper shouldn't even been suspended. <laughs> you can't just allow guys I, to go out there I, firing punches. Uh, look at the guy just threw 98 miles an hour at the guy for really no reason. Yeah. No reason whatsoever. Well, there's a reason. No. The reason just wasn't a very good it's reason. It's a terrible thing. <laughs> so, for me, I wouldn't have even suspended Harper. I would have told the pitcher, you know, here's your six games, boy. Go sit down. So, I, I maybe, maybe if baseball looks at something like that. Uh-huh. Where the pitcher has such a decided advantage with the rock in his hand and can ruin a guy's career, maybe his life, 
that if if somebody were to if 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 it was premeditated like this was yes has to be premeditated it's not some accident but then you get into a gray I, area I, I know you do I I'm you, just, you can't I'm put just parameters saying, like that around I'm it. just saying every situation I wouldn't have different. suspended him. I wish he would have kicked his ass from third base to first base. Well, did you see what Jake Arrieta had to say? No, what did he say? Uh, yesterday about this. Uh, he was asked a couple of different things. He was on 670 over in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, first, he said, talking about Buster Posey not exactly backing up right. his pitcher, uh, he said, quote, if it's my catcher, I want him to wait and give me an opportunity to do a little damage. <laughs> I don't want it broken up right away. Uh, also, later on, he said during the interview, I know Wilson Contreras would probably beat whoever charges the mound to the mound, but I'll tell him and Miggy, hey, give me 10, 15 seconds to get some work in, and then come out and see me. <laughs> I say, I'm good with that. <laughs> I would have been, if for me, if he was going to challenge him, he just should have stood on the mound when Harper stepped in the box, dropped his glove on the ground, and just glared at him. Mm-hmm. Harper would have known exactly, get it on, and then get it over with. Yeah. All right? Don't throw 100 miles an hour at a guy. Yeah. That's that's what bothers me, is that yeah. the pitcher has such a decided advantage. And maybe that's why he went after him with the helmet. That was the but only Bill, yeah, hell yeah. that he could get. Yeah. Uh, regardless, it's baseball. There's going to be all these goofy things that I, happen. I'm well aware of that. I, I Look, and I, I, look, I've been plunked. You got plunked playing baseball. Yeah, yeah. It happens, but... It doesn't feel good. No, it hurts. I don't care if you catch it in the butt cheek or whatever. It's still going to... That's going to leave a mark. <laughs> so I, you you just have to, you know, go with the flow from that aspect of it. But this was so premeditated and so planned that for me, that's why Harper, I thought he had every right to go out and try to beat his brains in. So that's that's just my thought process on it. An eye for an eye with old school Jimmy Well, B. hey, listen, it is what it is. That's why I said... Just drop the glove and glare at him, well, and then go. He threw at him. Harper went after him. Yeah, I know. And it's over now. Yeah, it's, and it's, that's the I, good I'm thing. I'm glad it is because yes. Harper played last night. Yes. And there wasn't anything. It, it is over now. Yes. By the way, if you got a problem, and that's what Joe Madden, the Cubs, said yesterday. Yeah. He said, "If I tell my hitters all the time, if you got a problem, yeah, somebody hits you and you're upset about it, go take care of it. Yeah. Either yeah. go to first base or go take care of it. Yes. No, John, as you're walking right, right over there. Yeah. You got a problem? Go deal with yeah. it. Yeah. If you don't. Get your butt over to first base. I like that line of yeah. thinking. Yeah, I'm good with that. Speaking of which, remember I told you last night I was going to sample the Angels game? Yeah. Guess what? Pujols hit a homer. Five ninety nine. So you're going to be watching I'll the game? I'll probably flip around a little bit tonight yeah. when he comes up. Yeah, just to see if he hits 600. More baseball talk coming up on the other side. We got Mike Bates. We'll try to figure out what exactly is wrong with those Chicago Cubs. Is it over for the Minnesota Twins? Can Milwaukee hang on? and more in the baseball scene. That comes up next here. Jimmy B and TC live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. We're back in a minute. Big news, big talk. Join me, Diana Kelly, every Saturday morning at 10 for what's happening in your neighborhood with Inside Iowa. On 1700 KBGG. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, 
specialty roofing and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. Enjoy spending time outdoors this summer without the annoying insects. A Cutter Backyard Bug Control Value Pack includes a ready-to-spray bottle and fogger. The ready-to-spray bottle stops mosquitoes, fleas, and other insects for up to 12 weeks. The fogger is perfect for backyards, decks, patios, and more. Pick up a Cutter Backyard Bug Control Value Pack for only $8.97. Good through June 4th. So stop in and save big today during Menard's Big Sale. Save big money at Menard's. Right now at the Home Depot, save 20% with bulk pricing on Owens Corning Oak Ridge shingles and 30% with bulk pricing on insulation. That'll bring that roofing project down within reach. And that insulation project, you'll be covered. If you're ready to start, now you know where. Get bulk pricing on shingles and insulation only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. See store for details and minimum purchase quantities. Selection varies by store. AutoZone presents Keeping Cool. When the AC is on the fritz, your commute becomes a hot mess. Luckily, AutoZone carries AC Pro refrigerant that helps restore cold air in only 10 minutes. And right now, you can get 20 ounces of AC Pro refrigerant with hose and gauge for just $39.99. So visit your local AutoZone. With over 5,000 locations, the right supplies and good advice are just around the corner. Let's get you what you need. See store for restrictions and details. Get in the zone, AutoZone. 1700 KBGG is your home for big sports. There's no place like home on the Big Talker 1700 KBGG. What's up? It's Bill Ryder back in Des Moines. Lived there for a decade. Got married in Des Moines. Thrilled to be talking about your favorite sports teams with your favorite players 5 to 9 p.m. on your station. All the big games. 1700 KBGG. Big news, big talk, and big sports on 1700 KBGG. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Hey, everybody, it's me, it's Jimmy B., and I'm here to tell you about Aspen in the West Glen Town Center in West Des Moines. You want a great workout? Aspen has got everything that you need. It's a newly remodeled facility. All the machines, all of the weights, training sessions, everything that you need to get your health improved. And right now, Aspen is running a family add-on special. One dollar to join any membership for someone in your family as well. Just one dollar. It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. 
Jim Brenson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700K BGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody, we continue all the way till 3 o'clock. Uh, time now, we're going to switch and do some baseball with Mike Bates, SB Nation, Major League Baseball Daily Dish. He comes to us on the Draft House 50, Hotline Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Michael, how are you, pal? I'm good, Jimmy. How are you guys? Uh, it's great to have you on the show, as always. Uh, let's start first, because uh, the Chicago Cubs fans here have all jumped off the principal a financial bridge downtown into the Des Moines River. Uh, this is shameful. What in the wide, wide world of sport is happening? Well, it's, it's definitely a bad stretch. You know, they've, they've lost five straight. The offense is, is not looking good. Uh, most alarmingly, at least from, from my perspective, is the, the decline in velocity for Jake Arrieta and John Lackey. Um, you know, I, I do think that the Cubs still are the best team in this division. Uh, you look around and the Cardinals have lost five of six. Uh, the Brewers have lost seven and nine. It's really a race to the bottom at the moment. Um, and, and I think that the Cubs are the team that's best positioned to turn it around, but there are definitely some warning signs. You know, I, I was ready to be patient earlier this season. Um, but, but yeah, there, there are a few warning signs that, that, Maybe this team is going to need to make some moves in order to bolster itself for a pennant run. You know, a year ago at this time, they were 21 games above 500. They had a rough stretch in July, but uh, by that time, the Central was over. It is completely different right now, and there are so many question marks surrounding this team. The slow starts from guys like Kyle Schwarber, the bats of Russell and Baez, and the whole team not being as good defensively as they were a year ago. The pitching staff taking a step back. There are just so many factors here. What does it take for a team like this that we know has talent? Can there be that aha moment, a spark plug moment, whatever it may be, that gets this thing ignited? Or are we looking at a full season of just these kind of questions and them trudging around, being maybe good enough to get in the playoffs, but that's about it? Well, I think that's a really good question. I, you know, I think that this team probably isn't as good as it was last year. Uh, I think the the hit that they've taken defensively is uh, is a really uh, is one that that's caused a chain reaction that's hurt its pitching staff and that that is really hurting its run prevention um, and and those offensive struggles of Schwarber and and to a lesser extent Contreras and Baez uh, really do have me a little concerned. Um, but that said, this is also a team that's really young, especially in its lineup. And I, I wouldn't be at all shocked if one or more of these players just started clicking uh, out of the blue. Uh, and, 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 you know, I do think the Cubs have the potential uh, to, to go on a real run here uh, in the second half and, and for leading up to the All-Star break. Uh, but at the moment, you know, it really is a moribund team, and there are a lot of, uh, a lot of question marks. They're losing to the Padres. How the world do you lose to the freaking Padres? Well, somebody has to every now and again. <laughs> oh, my God. That's just despicable. That's awful when that happens. I don't, I don't disagree with you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's go to Trent's team, the uh, Minnesota Twins. Mike's team as well. Oh, okay. Yes. Mikey. That's right. All right. What's going on now? Is, uh, has all the, uh, the, the glory 
The bullpen it's, turned into a pumpkin. It did. Yeah. It's, it's gone, yeah. right, Mike? Well, they've been they've been ridden pretty hard. Uh, you know, the Twins had a fantastic first two months, uh, especially considering what we expected out of them uh, after last year and and in the run up to this season. Uh, it just kind of seems like they've hit a wall. Um, they their pitching staff is, has a, a strong top two in Santana, uh, Urban Santana, and Jose Barrios. Um, and, you know, Adalberto Mejia might be a, a decent mid-rotation starter, but once you start getting to the back of that rotation, uh, it's a real problem. And while their bullpen has been strong so far, uh, there are definitely signs that it's straining, uh, and they've been used really heavily in the last couple of weeks. Uh, and, and frankly, given all the rainouts they've had, they've got a long stretch here with, uh, no off days or with off days, but with a lot of double headers mixed in there. So they're going to need uh, the back end of that rotation uh, really f- to rely on that back end for the first time in a long time, uh, first time this season. And I, you know, it really seems like they have hit a wall. You know, I said last night, you can, you can only stretch a rubber band so far before it snaps and, uh, and you have to call up a, a Jason Wheeler uh, to, to provide, some replacement level innings, and I think that's where the Twins are at at the moment. Yeah, it's baffling that Buddy Boshers didn't fix that whole bullpen. But it's <laughs> yeah, right. Not that the case. Uh, for well, and the they Twins. had the they had the opportunity this offseason to really go after some sure. some decent relievers, and they didn't do it. Right. They got Matt Belisle, and that's it. Yeah, and you look at a new front office. You got Thad Levine there. You got you know the new group that is running things, and and Derek Falvey. Is it more in line of they wanted to kind of see what they had? They knew that even best-case scenario, and that's pretty much what the first two months have been for the Twins. This is not a team that that could win the World Series that is even probably going to win a full series in the playoffs, even if everything broke right. Uh, As they evaluate this team, do you think that they're going to make a big run at 2018? And, And that may be... Trading away Irvin Santana, right. trading away Brandon Kinsler, trading away some of their veteran pieces, knowing that the real future of this team is 2018, 19, and 20. Well, I think you have to, you have to first of all, look at the, the growth that we've seen this season by Miguel Sano mm-hmm. and uh, even By- Byron Buxton in his last 30 games is hitting 264 with a, a 360 on base and uh, is striking out less than he was earlier this season when he just looked completely lost. Um, so we are seeing, you know, some development from their young players. Uh, the start of this season, I think, is really a good sign for what's to come in this franchise. And you could definitely make a case that, that dealing somebody like Santana uh, or somebody like Kinsler at the deadline uh, would be a, a good move. But if they're if they're really interested in 2018, uh, and given the the lack of available pitching options they have right now. Holding on to Santana might be actually a, a smart idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you can rely on him for for to, be, to at least be a mid rotation starter, uh, and then you can uh, build around him and Berrios and and bring in one or two additional arms uh, who can really provide some some stability to the rotation. Uh, if 2018 is the target, then absolutely I would hold on to Santana at this point. But if if they look at this team and they think 2019 is more realistic, well, then, yeah, you deal Santana. Mike Bates is our guest on the Draft House 50 hotline from Major League Baseball Daily Dish. Mike, uh, just happened a little bit ago, Bryce Harper, after the brouhaha that took place between the Giants and the Nets, 
uh, his suspension down from four games to three. Uh, I, I get that. Look, to me, this was a pathetic, and I didn't like it at all. I, I, I know guys get hit. It happens in the game. But this was so premeditated and so yep. planned out, and he threw almost 100 miles an hour. And I heard one guy tell me, well, he hit him in a good spot. What if he hit him in the kneecap and shattered his kneecap? Okay, exactly. I mean, okay, so here's here's my suggestion: if you're gonna, if that's if that's where you're gonna go, just stand on the mound. The guy steps into the box, drop your glove and glare at him. The guy in the box is gonna know what it is, and then go get it on. Yeah, but then you don't get the satisfaction of uh, firing a guy. missile at a, yeah. a missile at a vulnerable human being. There you Listen, go. I don't go. I don't go to baseball to see guys break their wrist or break their fingers or break a kneecap or break their face, which happened to Giancarlo Stanton a couple years ago. Yes, uh-huh. You know, I, I go to baseball to watch baseball being played. And frankly, to see guys headhunting uh, just drives me nuts. Baseball's thrown, especially at the velocity they're thrown today, are dangerous. And, uh, you know, I, I know we all want to macho up and say, well, the game's not as tough as it was. Well, guys died in the past, and guys had their careers irreparably altered in the past, and I don't think we want that, especially from somebody as as good as Bryce Harper, uh, somebody who has the kind of future that Bryce Harper does. Uh, you know, we we wouldn't want that if the guy was a superstar on our team, and frankly, it's it, I found it disgusting what Strickland was doing. I'm glad that he was suspended. Uh, for longer than Harper, uh, and uh, you know, if if uh, Major League Baseball wants to up its suspension for these guys, I have absolutely no problem with it. No, I'm I'm right there with you, and it's uh, a part of the game that just it leaves you shaking your head yeah. of of what the point is. I mean, it's it's a contest to see who's as bigger, and, yeah, and they it. try to yeah, go out exactly. that way, yeah. and it just. Anymore, it doesn't have a place. And is it going to take a serious, serious injury or, like you said, death? I mean, is that is that going to have to be what's going to happen before this crap ends? Well, I really hope not. But, you know, a lot of times we see these changes come out of uh, tragedies. Mm-hmm. Um, and you think about what could have happened to Manny Machado earlier this season yeah, yeah. Uh, when the, I, I forget the pitcher, but threw right behind his head. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Guys missed their spots. So, you know, if you're going to be throwing inside, there's a legit chance that you put one in somebody's ear. Uh, Minnesota's playing Houston right now, and they're getting beat. In your estimation, as we are, what, a third of the way through the season, is Houston the best team in baseball? Um, I don't know if they're the best team in baseball. I think they're an excellent team. Uh, I think we're really seeing the fruits of uh, Jeff Lunau's, uh you know, fire sale and teardown and, and scorched earth tactics when he took over the Astros a few years ago um, with just the strength of this roster and then the, the smart additions that he's made uh, over the course of the last couple of years as he's gotten what is a good young core uh, he surrounded them with with great support uh, and turned this into uh, you know a team that's going to be good for several years. Uh, I also think the, the Washington Nationals are a fantastic club, uh, and uh, you know it's it's six of one, half dozen of the other. And and the Yankees, I think, if they can get uh, Masahiro Tanaka mm-hmm. straightened out as well, I think they are also a fantastic club, far better than I expected them to be. Uh, their their starting pitching um, 
has, you know, it's really funny. We, I, I think we were, we were talking before the season about Sabathia and Tanaka and whether they were going to be enough to carry this club, and they haven't been. But instead, they've gotten uh, huge performances from uh, Severino and Pineda. Uh, and that's, that was just, I, I wouldn't even thought that would happen this year. Uh, so if Tanaka can really um, settle down and, and figure out what's been going wrong with him, and he had a really strong start um, uh, in his last outing, uh, I think that, that the Yankees <laughs> scare me. Mike, good talking with you as always. Our Twins taking it on the chin once again, down 5-2 as they play in the bottom of the fifth. Hopefully June can uh, turn around the fortunes <laughs> starting tomorrow. Thanks, as always, for your time, Mike. Thanks, guys. Take care. See you, Mike. Mike Bates, SB Nation, Major League Baseball Daily Dish on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mill Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. So we got the Cubs starting here in a little less than an hour. Yeah. They'll get going about 2.40, so... Gonna flip them on this afternoon, Jimmy B. Looking uh, forward to a what's bit. the weather like outside? I have no idea. It's eighty degrees and absolutely beautiful. You think I'm gonna be sitting inside watching baseball on an afternoon game when the weather's like this? Not happening, pal. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Weather's nice. I'm out. What are you doing? Uh could be little tennis action. I see. I beautiful see. day to play. So you're just ready for the hockey night. That's what's yes, going to do it for I'm you. I'm tuning up for the hockey. little pizza. Oh, it's a pizza night, yeah, huh, Jimmy Could B? be, yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'll be ready for the NHL tonight. You buying for me? Say what? You buying for me? What's that again? Me and Ella come have There's some pizza something with wrong you. with this. I, I'm not hearing I told yet. you, be careful with the equipment. It breaks. I'm not hearing You've already yet. broken it multiple times. You Knock and, it off. Are you and Ella uh, batching it tonight? Yeah, yeah. The wife is out of town. Uh, she is Woo-hoo! doing uh, some oh, projects I mean, in Cedar Falls. Okay. Uh, with her new position up there. So, yeah, it's uh, me and the baby for the next over. couple of days. I'll come over. No, no, I don't want you to come oh. to the house. I'd have oh. to pick up then. <laughs> Things a disaster. Wife's away. <laughs> the place is Mr. Mom is struggling <laughs> over here. <laughs> but if you want to drop off some pizza on the oh, front I, I, mean, I mean, that would be good. I got you. That would be good. Fair enough. <laughs> we'll come back here, put a cap on things, as we got Wolfgang coming in for the final hour of the show. Jimmy B and TC. From the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios, we're back in a moment. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines. With Jimmy B and TC, noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net. For Wolf Construction, A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, wolfconstruction.net. 
This is Rob Doheny with Next Generation Realty. Welcome to the best real estate market since 2008. Why pay those overpriced 5, 6, or 7% commissions? Next Generation Realty offers a flat fee as low as $39.90, and you get top exposure on Zillow, Trulia, plus all the services of a licensed real estate broker. The results speak loudly. We saved our home sellers over $35 million. Call Next Generation Realty first, 224-9900. Save thousands the home depot has a new idea free carpet installation that means free carpet installation clearing out furniture free ripping out old carpet no charge hauling it away on the house no hidden fees just free installation on carpet 699 dollars or more the home depot more saving more doing Valid on carpet priced $1 or more per square foot. Unique specialty items and requirements may be priced separately. Not valid in all markets. See HomeDepot.com for details. Offer ends June 7th. And now for something deliciously different from Wendy's. Wendy's Double Stack is still an option in the 4 for 4. With a quarter pound of fresh beef, four nuggets, fries, and a drink. That's a deal so good it should not exist. Like how owls shouldn't be able to turn their heads all the way around. Whew, wouldn't like that deal. The 4 for 4 with your choice of a double stack, junior bacon cheeseburger, or crispy chicken BLT. A deal so great, it's impossibly good, but not for long. At participating Wendy's for a limited time, meal includes four-piece chicken nuggets, small fries, and a drink. Fresh beef available in the contiguous U.S., Alaska, and Canada. Not valid in Alaska and Hawaii. If there's one thing the pros at Advance Auto know, it's parts. Advanced Auto Parts and Batteries, this is Dion. How can I help you? Hey, Dion, I need an oil change. Oh, what kind of oil do you need? Uh, conventional. Well, we have a special on five quarts of Valvoline for twenty three ninety nine. Wow, that's a great deal. It runs real clean. It protects against cold starts, heat, and wear. Perfect. Sign up for speed perks, and you can save even more. Okay, we'll do. Now at Advance Auto, get five quarts of Valvoline conventional motor oil and a Purilator filter for just $23.99. See store for details. Also at participating CarQuest Auto Parts stores. Allergy sufferers, my name's Nigel, and as a well-educated owl, I know the difference between what's wise and unwise. Texting after three glasses of Melo? Unwise. Using new Zizol for 24-hour relief of your allergy symptoms? Quite wise. Because Zizol is just as effective at hour 24 as it is at hour 1, relieving your symptoms for a better night's sleep and a more productive day. So for continuous 24-hour allergy relief, don't be unwise. Be wise all. Take new Zizol. 1700 KBGG Des Moines. A cumulus station. Big news, big talk, and...